Hey, everybody. Welcome to Shred Podcast Episode 8. Here we are. Um, as we're recording this, it's December 31st. We are closing out 2018. Man, this year has flown by. As we look into 2019, you know what that means in the fitness world, that everybody is kind of resetting, refocusing, and looking at their goals for the upcoming year. Uh, I know, Marcus, we've talked about that. What are, what's your advice for those who are refocusing? Yeah, I think it's, uh, first of all, Happy New Year, Scott. I know Thanks. that you have a, uh, I want to recognize your birthday is tomorrow. Um, so happy, happy early birthday. I'm sure I'll uh, you know, speak with you tomorrow. But uh, yeah, 2018 has been a great year for Shred. Uh, I hope it's been a great year for all of our athletes. And uh, we're, we're definitely looking forward to 2019. And, and I know when, um, when people, when we approach the new year, everybody talks about New Year's resolutions and goals and, and things like that. And, and I want to give our athletes permission to, to, to say, it's okay. Set yourself some goals. Uh, make, make this be the year. Give yourself permission to work on your goals and, and maybe do some things that you never thought you could do, uh, you know, as it pertains to your health and wellness and CrossFit. And I, I know it's sometimes they can get cliche and it's New Year's resolutions and it's setting goals. But I, I want to give our athletes permission to turn that calendar over and, and kind of turn a new leaf, if you would. That's great. You know, in the business world, we, we have a way to look at goals in a way that makes them attainable or more easily attainable. Um, and they're called SMART goals. And so Marcus and I want to talk a little bit about that today. We want to go through the SMART method, uh, each individual piece of that, and use that to help you with your fitness and nutrition goals come 2019. So for those of you who don't know, SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Timely. So let's see each one of those uh, individually. So Specific. When we talk about specific, we're talking about you need to set a specific goal. Any feedback on that, Marcus? Yeah, the, the goals need to be specific because you need to clearly define your goal, right? Clear, clearly, clearly define it. So, for example, if somebody wants to have, you know, in our industry as far as fitness, if somebody wants to have a, um, a deadlift, they want to increase their weight on their deadlift, then what do you think my question is going to be to that athlete? How much? How much? How much? What? What is? Be specific. How much weight do you want to deadlift? Uh, how many hours? You know, I need to sleep better. I hear it all the time, Coach. I need. I need to get more sleep. I need to get more sleep. But where something? Be specific. I. I am going to get seven hours of sleep tonight. Be specific. And when you're specific, it. it, it once again, it, it. You. You tend to obtain these goals uh, easier. And the research. The research will tell you that. And that leads us into the second part of this. It's measurable. So when you're specific and you have a number in mind, it makes it easier to measure your progress. If I want to deadlift 500 pounds, I need to do incrementally measurement along the way to find out that I'm getting closer to that goal. Exactly. So I'll just reiterate what you're saying as far as a deadlift. If somebody wants to deadlift 500 pounds, they have to deadlift 300 before they can deadlift 500. Right, they can't just put the 500 pounds on the barbell and come in here every day and try to lift 500 pounds. They have to they have to test and retest and make sure that they're working towards the progression of that specific goal. So now we've covered S specific, we've covered M measurable. And I, but I do want to point out too that it's not just about weight. You know, I don't want to just focus on weight. It can yep. work in gymnastics. Yes, I want to get a chin over the bar pull up. 
you know, and so that has its own progressions, yep. the bands, the ring rows, things like that, that you can measure along the way as well. Exactly. And yeah, we're just, we're just, uh, using the deadlift example as an analogy, but, uh, but yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head about gymnastics. Okay. Coach, I want to be able to do a bar muscle up. Okay. That's a great gymnastic movement. It's very, it's very skillful. But if that athlete is not able to do a strict pull up, as a progression, then the chances of them getting a bar muscle up are far few and few between. And so we see athletes all the time. They go and they have their mind on this great goal of a bar muscle up, but they're not taking the steps that you need in order to get that. So you have to measurably get better so you ultimately uh, achieve that specific goal of that muscle up or that 500-pound deadlift or you know fill in the blank. And that leads us to the next one, the A, attainable. If your goal is not attainable, if you're doing ring rows right now and your goal is a muscle up, probably not going to get it in a short time frame. Right, right. Right. You need to set some more realistic attainable goals uh, in the short term yep. uh, for now. So, And it's always good to redefine your goals. The goals can change. And so instead of it's, hey, I want to get a muscle up, it is, hey, I want to be able to do five strict pull-ups first. And, and then that, that's more obtainable than staring down this deep, long, dark barrel of getting a muscle up. It's setting something that's attainable. And then once you attain that, what do you do? You switch it up and you write a new goal. The next one is, is the R for relevant. You know, we work in the fitness industry, so we'd love to help you with your fitness and nutrition goals. Um, but, you know, goals, I think you used the example uh, when we were talking earlier if you're a soccer player, we're not going to be able to help you with your bicycle kick or your dribbling, but we can help you with your conditioning and things that are more relevant to what we do. Yeah, so the relevant, you know, this is letter R in, in the SMART goals, and that, that's a great example that we were just talking about earlier. As coaches, we have athletes come into CrossFit here at Shred CrossFit, and, and they're, uh, you know, they're high school athletes. We have a, we have a, uh, a good uh, core group of high school athletes that come in here. Now we have our youth fitness program led by Coach Amy, which has been doing a phenomenal job. Uh, the sign-up for that is, is coming to an end to, uh, for the next winter session that starts January 7th. Um, but but it, I have the parents and the athletes that come in here, and they say, can CrossFit better, uh, make me a better soccer player? And I, I, I think of that relevant term, yes, we can help them with their conditioning and maybe with their power of their hips through CrossFit, but we're not going to be their skill coaches. I have zero soccer experience. I don't know how to dribble a soccer ball. I don't know how to, I don't know how to do a bicycle kick or things like that. So they need to be relevant to that athlete, to that, to that, to that weight loss goal, whatever it is, it needs to be relevant. So that, that's kind of an example that we give, but yeah, make sure there's, there's relevance to, to the goal for the goal set for the athlete. Before we get to the last one, I want to announce with Marcus some things we're going to do. We are actually going to have goal boards available to the athletes starting the beginning of this year yep. where you can come in, write down your goal on the board so it's out there, everybody can see what it is, and give you some accountability toward that goal. Um, where are we going to put those, Marcus? Yeah, so those are going to be – the goal boards are going to be over by the, the kids' room. Uh, we have the two black melamine boards that are on each side of the opening of the kids' room right by the, the, the trainer station, the radio there. Um, and, and we're going to have those uh, those up as our goal boards that people can take those chalk markers on, those bright, colorful chalk markers, or they could use regular chalk and write down their goals, write, write down some things. And that way the whole community sees it. I would encourage athletes to sign their name 
behind, uh, beside their goal so that people know, uh, know whose goals, what, you know, who, no, am I saying that right? Yeah. Yep. So they know whose goal that is. And so they can reach out to them. They can support them. They can ask them how it's going, not just us coaches, but also the whole community. Well, that's great. Um, the other thing is if they need help identifying what that specific goal is, all the coaches are available to, to assist in that. So if, if you're nervous about putting up that board because you don't know if it's the proper goal for you, reach out to one of the coaches. We'll talk with it with it, with it with you. Yes. <laughs> um, and go ahead and help you get that up on the board. Yeah. Um, and that brings us to the last part of the SMART goal, and that's timeliness. So we're going to have these goal boards. What is the time frame we're looking at to achieve the goal? Yeah. The time frame, I think, is, is individual. It's individually based on whatever that goal is, right? If somebody comes up to me and, and, or any coach and says, hey, I want to do a muscle-up, we need to meet them where they're at currently and say, okay, I think it's, I think it's relevant for you to have a muscle-up in eight months, or if somebody just comes into CrossFit for the first time and they've been CrossFitting for two weeks and they want to do a muscle up, obviously that's going to be a much longer uh, duration, time duration set, a time goal set because they have zero experience in CrossFit and gymnastics at this point. So I think the, the timeliness of the goal is, is individual to the athlete's experience. It's individual to the athlete, athlete's goals, whatever that is. But you want to set a time to it so that way you can, you know, you can put a time limit to it so, to help you achieve it. So when I walk up to the board and I sign my name and I put the goal that I am looking to achieve, I'm also going to put the time frame I want to do it in. Yes, I would, I would encourage you. I would encourage all the athletes to do that. So it would be their goal or goals. Uh, their name, and then just a, a, a an, an average time frame. You know, is it three months? Is it six months? Is it a year? Things like that. That way that you you don't feel pressured to get it done in one week, um, and you you set a time to it, which I think you know the research will tell us when it's written down and you put a time frame to it, then it's more of a front burner in your mind, and you're more apt to achieving the goal. With that said, I I, I kind of want to end it like this. If there's anything else you want to say, Scott, about anything, but I I also want to. I want to say this to our athletes. Don't be afraid to not achieve your goal. Sometimes fear can, can, can be detrimental. The, the toughest voice that you have is in your head. Is that, am I saying that? Yeah, Does that it's sense? paralysis by analysis. Yes. You're overanalyzing it to the point where there's no action. Yes. And, and, and sometimes people's, their doubts will slip into their mind and say, I can't do that in six months. And what I would tell that athlete is that even, don't be fearful, be fearless. Even if you don't achieve the goal, that's okay. Because guess what? You're taking the steps to move towards achieving the goal. After that three to six months, whatever the time frame you met, you reevaluate and you set another one. So don't be afraid not to achieve goals. I think it builds some self-confidence. I think it builds some self-esteem. It gets people slightly uncomfortable. It's, it's like the saying goes, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. It's going to help you in other aspects of your life. So don't let fear keep you from writing down a goal. We're all here to support each other. Don't let fear be, be, that, be that thing that stops you for sure. So with going over the SMART method, now we're going to talk about something we're launching January 1st here at Shred, and that is our new nutritional challenge. Yep. So um, just to be candid, 
over the weekend, um, myself and a few athletes were sitting in the front room with you, um, and we were talking about how we're being inundated with all of the um, nutritional information being thrown at us, and it just gets overwhelming and confusing. Um, you dropped some awesome knowledge bombs in that conversation, and I'd like to capture it today. So we feel confused. We feel overwhelmed. We want to lose weight in the new year. That's a common goal. How do we do that? Yeah. And, and, and so this is a great time to explain that. I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because that was a great discussion that we had with about three or four athletes uh, in, the, in the front desk uh, office area there. And um, I, I wish we had a tape recorder because we just kind of, you know, it'd be nice to capture the moment. But our nutritional challenge this year that we're doing at Shred starts January 1st. And we're, we're doing, taking a little different spin on things. <clears throat> we're basically making it more like a lifestyle nutritional challenge versus you need to eat this, this, and this. It's from my experience in, in, in almost two decades of being in the fitness and wellness industry <clears throat> that <clears throat> excuse me, everybody knows that chicken and broccoli is healthier than Big Macs and French fries. Everybody knows that. And so the, the nutritional challenge that we wanted to take place this year at Shred has to do more with the lifestyle change and being consistent with that lifestyle change, increasing your water, eating vegetables with every meal, exercising. So we developed this point system where you get points for these lifestyle changes that you, that you do, that you perform on a daily basis. It's going to last the entire month of January. So we feel that 31 days of doing something is going to set a great habit and you're going to continue to do it into February and March and et cetera, you know, on and on. And sleep is one of those. There's so much uh, research right now going on sleep and how important sleep is in our recovery, especially for us CrossFitters that do these you know, hard workouts three, four, five days a week. Um, so th so we, we all know what is healthy and what's not healthy. Th there's all these, uh, all these diet plans, if you would, right? There's paleo and there's ketogenic and there's, there's zone and things like that. I'm not for or against any one particular diet. I, I'm for the one that works for the athlete, right? right? I, I'm for that diet, that diet plan, and that nutritional plan that works for that athlete that is sustainable and that works with their lifestyle, right? And so what we're doing is we're taking this lifestyle approach under this point system. Instead of saying, you need to eat this, 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 and this, it's like find out works well with your lifestyle, incorporate these, these simple lifestyle changes so that they become habit and you actually start moving the ball down the field and you can have better success with your, with your nutrition. And so we've been inundated with so much research and so many books and so much that it almost becomes, like you said earlier, analysis paralysis. There's so much things that we've been inundated with on social media and what this does and that does. It becomes overwhelming. And then what happens is people freeze and they don't do anything. So that's, that's keep it simple. I believe in the KISS method. That's keep it simple. And let's make these small lifestyle changes on a nutritional challenge. And I'm telling you, if you move, if you move the needle and you do these small little things on a daily basis, it will end up helping you with your results, with your goals. Well, I know when I first started with you and I was near 500 pounds, complicated wasn't going to work at all. You told me, if you're hungry, eat. Just make sure it's something good for your body and not something bad for your body and show up. Yep. Those two things. I remember that. 
And so it's kind of taking that principle, eat your vegetables, they're good for your body, yep. get some points for that, show up with to your shred, exercise, yep. with your exercise, get a point for that, um, drink your water, you yep. told me that at the beginning too, yep. drink, 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 yep. we none of us seem to get as much water as we really need yep. uh, in a day, sleep so that you're recovered, rested, and ready to go the next day. Yep. Pretty simple. Yeah, keep it simple. Keep it simple, right? And and I think we I think that we've overcomplicated things where it becomes paralysis. There's so much information to us that we just shut down and then we get frustrated because we don't know what to do. And we just need to keep it simple. We need to do what works for us. And these latest lifestyle changes and this new nutritional challenge, and we're taking a different spin on it. I'm really excited to see the results on in 31 days. I think people will just be happier doing it. I think they'll be. Uh, I think they'll have great results just incorporating these small lifestyle changes. No doubt about it. The other thing that uh, you dropped on on that day in the in the front room was if your goal is to lose weight, don't let other things get in the way of that goal. So if your goal is to lose 15 pounds, don't worry about how much you're clean and jerking today. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I remember, I remember discussing that just the other day in the front room and it's, um, you know, as athletes come into our community, they, they write down their goals, right? And, and, and by and large, here's what their goals are. Have more energy, lose, lose weight, be more flexible, have fun. These are things that people write down on their goal sheets on their enrollment forms when they come into shred. It is not, it is not, it's very general. It's a broad stroke, you know, which I like because I can then go to that athlete and say, Hey, we've been doing, we've been doing CrossFit for three months. Here's some of your goals. Let's be a little bit more specific now, right? We can kind of, we can kind of scale it down and be more specific, right? Peel back the onion layers, but that's, and all in all, that's, that's by and large what their goals are. So I get so many athletes that they, it keeps them up at night, right? They, they look at me on the whiteboard, they see the workout, they see these weights on the barbells and the dumbbells and things like that. And they get so consumed with that. And they're not even, they're, they're not even focusing on what they wrote down that their goals was to lose 10 pounds. And so I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you that it's not about how much your dumbbell snatches. It's about that you're here having fun, you're moving the needle, you're getting points for exercising, and you're burning those calories, and regardless if you're using a 20-pound dumbbell or a 50-pound dumbbell, guess what? You're moving the needle, and you're moving towards your goal. That, I think that's a great, great example that you used there. The last thing I want to bring up is one more thing you said, and that is, if it's dark outside, don't eat. Yeah. And I know you preface that with, it's a broad stroke, Yep. and not everybody can fit into that exact pigeonhole right but it's a great general concept yeah so there's been some research recently I'm, i've always been a big research guy and there, there's been some research recently on on our our kind of our rhythm right our sleep pattern our rhythms our, our daily rhythm and it's basically they're saying uh the researchers are saying try not to eat when it's dark you should be resting you should be shutting down the laptop and the iphone and the Android, you know, an hour earlier, you know, we stare at that screen and all of a sudden an hour goes by and then we feel a little hungry and then we sneak into the pantry and we grab something that's real quick and convenient and that's extra calories that we don't need when we should be sleeping during that hour instead of staring at the, at the television screen or at the laptop screen, right? So it's a, like you said, the general broad stroke, like not sleeping when it's dark. So getting up and eating when it's light outside, right? That, that starts your metabolism and then going, starting to unwind and going to bed when it starts getting dark. Now, as soon as I mentioned that, 
one of the athletes that were sitting in that room, they said something about, what if you work third shift? What if you, you know, what if, what if you have to get up or it's the general broad stroke. What I'm saying is don't, don't be eating junk and snacks at 10 o'clock at night. It's been dark for hours. Don't be eating snacks, right? What about the time change, coach? I get it. You're, you're reading into it too much. Analysis paralysis. Don't, don't eat a bunch of food after 9, 10 p.m. Your body doesn't need it. You should be resting anyway. Coach, I need to get more sleep. Well, there you go. Shut the laptop down. Don't eat and be in, be in bed by 9, 30, 10 versus up for another hour. And then your body's, you're, you're, you're using it. You're utilizing energy when you're awake. So your body wants food. It needs to fuel it. So go to sleep, drink water, slam some water and go to sleep. So this has been great. I think we've dropped some knowledge for some people. Um, the nutrition challenge again starts January 1st. There are tracking sheets on the front desk here at Shred. So make sure you grab one of those. Uh, there will be a place for you to enter that information or to turn it in uh, so that we can keep record of that. Yep. Um, we wish you all luck. Think about what your goals are for the upcoming year. Get ready to put that on the goal board. Um, with your name, your specific goal, and the time frame you want to accomplish that so the coaches can help you and the community can back you during that process. We look forward to a great 2019. I hope you all are ready. Get that stuff uh, going and grab those sheets, and uh, we'll see you in the next year. And look forward to a special bonus Meet the Coach podcast with Coach Marcus, and uh, Episode 9 will be with one of the other coaches soon after that. So we'll talk to you all soon. Thank you.